Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. F- Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on the air. Welcome. To the Doc G Show, I'm your host, Doc G. With me, as always, the one, the only, Mikey Maximus the Ferticus Charette. Say what? Doc G, what's up, sir? Nothing much, man. Another yeah. Wednesday. How you doing? How you living? I'm I'm great, man. It's beautiful. Coffee, mm-hmm. drugs, everything, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> Is that caffeine? Yeah, no light, light drugs, light drugs. Well, you know, it, light it stimulant does something to the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light, mm-hmm. light stimulant. A lot of people mm-hmm. do that drug. Ninety percent, folks. We're not talking anything nefarious. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no. we haven't derailed already. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're we're good. I've got a little bit myself here. A little. Little flavored water. What are you drinking, Doctor? A little Kool Aid? What yeah, is that? Yeah, a little, little Kool Aid. We'll, we'll say <laughs> I'm drinking the Kool Aid, folks. The perp. Mm. <laughs> Always goes down smooth. I enjoy it. I enjoy it, Mike. Um, I don't know if you noticed. I, I gotta, I gotta bring this up right from the get go. One of our favorites has been in the news uh, for basically about the last week or so. Tom Brady? Hmm. Well, yeah, he's one of our favorites. But somebody sort of indirectly related to Tom Brady, when you think about it, Hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has been in the news. (laughs) Leo, you know, and for listeners that are like, what? How is he indirectly related? Remember, folks, he dated Giselle for like four years before Tom Brady married her. Hmm. Yeah. That's a fact. He was like, you know what? You're not good enough for me. I have no offense, mm. Giselle, but that's what Leo's. You're 25. I'm out. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to bring up, Mike. That's what's going on. Mm. The the media has been lashing out at Leo, and I wouldn't just say the media. It's it's uh, the, all all the peanut yeah, gallery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So true. And they've been lashing out for him, and I I, I think the origin. I'm not sure if this is the case, but I'm pretty sure the origin of this issue is from Reddit. Word. Pretty sure somebody mm. on Reddit posted a graph that they created. <laughs> yeah. Charting Leonardo's age over the past 23 years and his girlfriend's age. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone is just blown away that he's never dated a lady over the age of 25 in that time. That's, you know, this this has left the world flabbergasted. Um, yeah. Mike, first of all, let me point out something very interesting I noticed in this graph. Uh, it appears that Leo's age, he is aged by one year every year. Wait, what? Thankfully, this chart wow. helped me realize this, you know? That is wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is. That does seem, that does seem right, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I check the facts and it's true. So in case any listeners want, I like they put that on there. And I was like, can you just put his his end age now? Like you don't need to put every single year. Like 37, he was 37. 38, yeah, you guessed it, 38. 39, no, he jumped to 46. Don't know how that happened. It was really weird. I was like, it's a little unnecessary, guys. Anyways... Uh, whoever created this chart titled it, Leonardo DiCaprio refuses 
to date a woman over 25. That was the title, Mike. Word. And uh, hmm. first, I would say this title is wrong. I would say um, refuses. No. No. Because that means he's not willing to do it. And I, I don't know if he's not willing to do it. He just has yeah. better options that he would rather do. Wait, what? If mm -hmm. they want to go with that route of a title, it should be Leonardo DiCaprio willfully chooses to date women under 25. That would be the correct title. Mm. That, there you go. Just yeah. my editor coming out again, Mike. Just saying. Second, mm -hmm. I would suggest a much better title would be in quotations... That's what I like about supermodels. I keep getting older and they stay the same age. Yes, they do. All right, all right. That would be a great title. Now, mm. again. Yeah, just, that would be a good title. Just me. Just me. But, um, Mike, let me read you a couple of headlines that have came out of this. Here's a couple of headlines. This is from The Guardian. Quote, Leonardo DiCaprio, why don't you date someone your own age? Jeez. It's the title. <laughs> the title. Uh, here's Jezebel's headline. Quote, Thank you, Leonardo DiCaprio. You've made dating much younger women embarrassing and uncool. Huh? It's their, that's their headline. Um, here's page six headline. Quote, If Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriends get too old or too close, they're gone. Hmm. <laughs> headline. Uh, and lastly, uh, this is Los Angeles Times, Leonardo DiCaprio and 25-year-old girlfriend Camilla uh, Marone split. Did I say her name right, by the way? Is that how you say it? I don't know. Sounds right. Okay, we'll think go so. with that. Um, I think I've heard that, yeah. Okay. Yes! Uh, I should have checked that before I made this in <laughs> monologue. Uh, Mike, Blam. let me re uh, rebut each one of these headlines real quick. First, why don't you date someone your own age? Hey, Guardian, how about you actually write about the news? So true. Just, uh, mm, just a thought. Uh, second one for making dating someone young and embarrassing. Uh, says who? Mm. How did he make it uncool? I have no idea how he made it uncool. Give me facts on how this was uncool. And I guarantee you, you talk to some old dudes, they're like, that is not cool. That is awesome like that <laughs> so it's very relative on who you're very talking true. about third uh if they're if they get too old and too close they're gone yep that sounds about right you got that headline mm -hmm. right that was yes yeah and fourth one uh yes he did split with his girlfriend and way to go la times on the subtle inclusion of her age like how they did that 25 year old girlfriend just we just threw that in there just to let you know <laughs> Mike, you know what I got to say to these headlines? Hmm. What is that, Doc G? Haters going to hate. They're haters. They're hating, man. This man inspired Michael Jordan in his final championship of his career. That's a fact. He has mm. saved millions of acres of rainforests, and you're going to him for dating young supermodels. Girl, come on. Mike, Not I... Not good. If you if you want to see some morality issue with that, that's completely up to you, you know, uh, you know. And for for those who do have that morality issue, you you may be slightly right. But but here's the fact, Mike. I guarantee you, ask every other straight single forty seven year old man if they would do this, and they would do the exact 
same thing if they could. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. And, they would. And they would ask every married 47-year-old man after their wife leaves the room if they do the exact same thing, and they would too. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Different story. They would. The wife would be there. But still, like, yeah. I mean, I, I thought they were coming down pretty hard on Leo in the papers. And I started, I started getting worried about our attractive multi-millionaire award-winning bro leo i was like oh man gotta be hurting him hard I'm sure yeah. he's on a yacht somewhere really concerned about this with 15 supermodels around him like oh no what <laughs> what am i gonna do in, in life now oh geez uh, i might it might as well go to a lakers game with anthony kiedis from the red hot chili peppers i feel so upset um d don't worry though mike <laughs> if that doesn't make him feel better I've got the answer. Uh, through all this turmoil, Leo's old assistant, Cassie Brown, decided to come out and let the press know what type of guy Leo is. Yeah. Cassie Brown came out. She was uh, his assistant during The Aviator, the movie The Aviator. And uh, Brown said, quote, Leo and I always had fun on the set. Sometimes I would pretend that he was the stereotype of an entitled celebrity when he would ask me to do something, I would bow, and in a, a beaten-down voice, I would say, yes, sir, anything you like, sir, anything else? And he would laugh and tell me to knock it <laughs> off. Oh, man. Hmm. So first of all, Mike, I mean, kudos to Leo right there because I'd be like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Please don't do that ever again. That's a fact. Even though I'm not a titled celebrity, I would not want to hear that. Especially you, just by that <laughs> just by that quote, Mike, it sounds like she did it like 47 times. Like, mm -hmm. he, she kept doing it. And the first time yeah. he was like, all right, yeah, that's pretty good. And then the, the 15th time he was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, all right, cool, thanks. <laughs> Um, she also said he got along with everyone on the set. He's extremely down to earth, and he likes to share stories and life experiences with people. So true. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So there Very you go, Mike. Even yeah. though Leonardo DiCaprio likes attractive women, apparently he's not a violent sociopath. So there we no. go. There you yeah. go. Mike, I just want to... nice guy. I wanted to clear the hate going on around Leo. I wanted to clear it up. You know? He's got a gosh darn plant named after him, listeners. That's a fact. A plant. Mm -hmm. So true. Get it through your head. I'm just going to say, Leo, <laughs> live your life, Leo. Forget the yeah. haters. Haters are going to hate. those people. You know? And if you got time, Leo, can I ask you to come on to the Doc G show? Yes, you know? please. And And you know what? You don't have to come on. If you could, just have your manager send us a lovely rejection letter like Tom Brady. Sweet. That'd be dynamite. We'll read it on the we'll read it on the air. It'll be a good time. I'll be like, look at yeah. Leo. Look at how friendly <laughs> this was. My God. That was nice, you know? So all you gotta do is that. And and like mm -hmm. I said, it won't even have to be you. Spend zero time on it. Just have us. Uh, it's not Cassie anymore because she's not working with nope. you. But whoever your new Cassie is, that's the assistant there. Let's get her get her to fire one up for us. It'll make our day. It'll be lovely. Um, <laughs> now that we've cleared the air, Mike, we know this about our friend Leo. 
Are you ready to fire yes. up the show that only dates not attractive 75-year-olds or older? <laughs> huh? Let's do it. Let's fire it up. Woo! Let's fire it up, Doc G. Five. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. I am very excited. I am very excited, Mike. We have Miss KG Crown on the show. She's a terrific sing a singer. She's got new singles coming out in the world. Uh, she's got her song Porcelain Queen coming out in just uh, a week or so. She's dominating the social media world. She does mm. that kind of deal. She does social media. Yeah, she does it, man. She's got these. Uh, she's got these TikToks where she uh, says, "Hey, I, I uh, hid my phone number in this video. Mm. If you find it, give me a call." And they they seem very popular, Mike. Um, very popular. I'm talking millions of views. I feel like that would have the reverse effect on me. You know? I feel like if I did that in one of our videos, people would be like, oh, Jesus, don't watch it anymore. We may see his, <laughs> we may see his number. I don't want to have to call that guy. Oh, jeez. Like, just, I think it'd be opposite. I don't know. But she's... <laughs> She's balling, Mike. She's doing her thing. Uh, we're going to talk to her. But first, we need to start where we start. The birthday suit. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Correct, Mike. Uh, we've had a couple folks from this group, so I think you can get this one as well. Um, okay. Born on September 7th, 1964 in Compton, California. Our birthday suit wear started dealing drugs in high school, eventually dropping out to focus on dealing drugs. He and his cousin were heavily invested in drug dealing until his cousin was shot and killed, which made our birthday suit wearer think, let's go another avenue, which he did. He went to hip hop instead of drugs. He started a record company with Jerry Heller before even making one song. He called the record company Ruthless Records. In 1986, he formed a rap group with Arabian Prince, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, and he called the group NWA. Note the individual I did not mention. But before the group released an album, our birthday suit wearer uh, released his first solo album, e Easy Does It, in 1988. That same year, NWA released their album with Straight Outta Compton. Both albums are really successful, successful, no. but because of disagreements about money and payment, Ice Cube left the group in 1989. They released two more albums in 1990 and 1991 before Dr. Dre released the uh, uh, left the group in 1991. In 1993, our birthday suit wearer signed Bone Thugs and Harmony to his record label. Sadly, our birthday suit wearer passed away in 1990, uh, 1995 suddenly from AIDS. Name that mm. birthday suit wearer. Easy E. Easy E is Easy -E. correct. Yes, Easy E. Sadly, just 31 years old. Yes, it was uh, ah. very sudden, very fast. Did not know, uh, unlike, you know, uh, Magic Johnson had no idea what occurred to him until it was much too late. Uh, mm -hmm. Was never a musician, really. I mean, in, in the traditional sense, like you had with, like, Dr. Dre, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, his background was all actually street activity, you know? 
but uh, he he wanted to get out of that, and he had a drive. He was a he was a hard worker man, and he wanted to get it, and he did. And you know, NWA would not have been a thing if it wasn't for him. So you would have never heard yeah. NWA without uh, uh, Easy E. And he did have a really good hip hop voice, even though he was not a natural rapper. His voice, you were just like, yeah, I like hmm. that. Because, like, you know, yeah. on that Easy Does It album, there's some jams on there. Boys in the Hood being one of the best. I mean, so true. Uh, and that was Ice Cube wrote Boys in the Hood. And um, he had to basically teach Easy It like every three syllables of it. It's like they literally, that, that song was cut like 56 different times as far as like the the lyrics and they had How to many? splice oh, okay. them together because oh, he just I couldn't see. he just couldn't rap it all at once he was just so ah, bad at, at yeah. rapping at that time he obviously got way better interesting but yeah but uh you know wow. he, he got better and you know he obviously i think one of the things that gets overlooked maybe because there are some folks that don't like him but he he found Bone Thugs and Harmony. He signed Bone Thugs and Harmony. You most likely wouldn't have heard them either. I mean, the thuggish, ruggish bone. You wouldn't have got that. Yeah. Meet you at the so crossroads. You wouldn't have got yeah. that. Yeah. Like amazing. But anywho, Easy E. Happy birthday to Easy E. Uh, would have turned. What would he have turned? Uh, uh, 50, 58. 58. Hmm. Been fifty eight. Wow. All right, Mike, are you ready to rip some headlines? Let's rip some headlines, Doc G. What's going on? It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Mike, we first need to head to Mississippi. Mississippi. Some regulars there. We know we have regulars. Oh, uh, we do. Hopefully, one of those regulars was not this fella in the story. So true. It'd be a downer. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you yeah, saw this. Be. It made a lot of headlines, Mike, but a fella by the name of Corey Wayne Patterson, who worked at the Tupelo Airport, decided to steal a Beechcraft King Air C-90A plane about at 5 a.m. Saturday morning. And he took no, it up. I did not see that. Started circling around the old airspace of Tupelo, and uh, he called 911 and said, Hey! I'm going to fly this plane into the Walmart store. Wait, what? Um, and of course, 911 was like, maybe don't. And uh, yeah. he uh, kept circling, and they negotiated with him. They continuously negotiated with actually a couple hours. While circling in the air, he posted on Facebook. Girl, come on! And then negotiators and a private pilot were able to help him safely land the plane about 30 minutes later because by the way he he basically didn't have any flying practice he worked at the airport as a refueler of planes that was it hmm. yeah wow yeah now uh so luckily no How one was you- hurt luckily he landed the plane nothing came of it it was just uh turmoil in Tupelo for like three hours there as they tried to get him down. Uh, Mike, hmm. in the story from CBS, they then talked to former state representative Steve Holland, 
who apparently is a funeral director in town now, and he said he received calls concerned about the plane as a funeral director. He said <laughs> one called and said, oh, my God, do we need to cancel Mother's funeral? And Holland apparently said, nope, life goes on. What? That was his response. <laughs> um... One, Steve, being that you're in the business of funerals and that their mother's not alive, I found your words really ironic that life goes mm -hmm. on. You told somebody that their mom is dead and you were like, life goes on. Well, not for her. That's sorry. Not my bad. Uh, two, if the plane crashes anywhere near the funeral, really? Does it keep going on? Does it? Does it? <laughs> I'm just saying. Both of these things, are, you're really nonchalant, Steve. Yes! Uh, maybe it's your business is making you rather flappant about this issue. But uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, tighten up. Last thing, Mike. Uh, this dude, Corey Wayne Patterson, needed to call the Doc G hotline. You know? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I could have easily letting him know. Like, whatever the motive for hijacking a plane and then calling 911 and saying you're going to run into a Walmart, hmm. not a good plan. Not, not a good plan. We can address this issue in another way. This isn't going to... Not going to work. Nope. Not going to not gonna get you what you want. You're going to end up mm -hmm. in, how do you say, uh, jail. So... Jail. Prison, yep. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Mm -mm. Corey, I hope it works out for you in the sentencing and whatnot. Uh, Mike, we're going to move on here. We are uh, fans of treasure on this show, are we not? We are. We are very much fans of treasure. Yes. Treasure, listeners. Treasure. We got treasure. Well, uh, Dr. G has treasure. I've got treasure. I've got treasure. And uh, that's what we've got in this next story as well, Mike. We've got treasure. Yes. So, so a couple from North Yorkshire, England, they were renovating their kitchen. They had pulled up the floorboards when they discovered a cup buried beneath the floorboards. They opened the cup that was about the size of a Coke can, and inside were 260 gold coins from the dates of 1610 to 1727. Jeez. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Just in pure gold, Mike. Just in pure gold, it's worth roughly $116,000. Wow. But, but sold as a collection, it could be worth up to $300,000. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. After a little research about the history of the house, they found that the gold almost undoubtedly came from Joseph and Sarah Fernley Meisters, a couple who lived there in the 1700s and who obviously didn't really trust the English bank, which is why they put all of their reserves <laughs> in the floorboards. They also didn't have any children when they died, so their hoard of treasure was just sort of forgotten. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And luckily, these people are like, hey, you know what? Let's renovate this house. Oh, treasure. Nice. Paid for. See, Mike? Renovation. People yeah. always telling you, oh, you want to get a new house. They're way better. No, you don't. You're not going to find a gold treasure chest in a new house. Nope. What are you going to find in a new house? 
You're going to find out that the contractor, like, cheaped out on your insulation and didn't tell you. Yeah. Or that the molding wasn't done. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> gonna... new bottles and yeah. gross stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Zero gold coins. No, no gold, gold coins. coins. In an old house, you got a chance of finding treasure and only mm-hmm. a smaller chance of being haunted. And just, mm-hmm. ima- just imagine... <laughs> Just imagine if the ghost is cool. You end up with a Casper scenario and a ton of gold. Mm-hmm. Double yeah. bonus. Play tricks True. on your friends. You can make it into jewelry. It's all good things. All good <laughs> things. That is my promotion, listeners, for getting an old house. Mike, yeah. uh, here's one out of your town. LV, hmm. we're going Las Vegas here. Uh, Vegas. Ha- have you seen this? This might have been in the local press there for you. It's been getting a lot of press all around because it's a goofy story. So uh, police reported to the Harry Reid International Airport after there was a report that a lady skipped out on her bill at Chili's to go. Wait, what? Yeah. Didn't hear about this, Dr. G, no. Okay, okay. All right. Well, she was eating at the this. lovely establishment of Chili's to go. We've all seen them in mm-hmm. the airport. Oh, Zero yeah. people are tempted by them, but apparently this no. lady was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, police showed up. They hunted down the lady. Apparently, her name, the alleged offender, was named uh, Hind Bustami, uh, and they arrested her. Now, while they are arresting her... Um, she started to resist arrest and uh, she appears to have been intoxicated and was very belligerent telling the cops quote she was being harassed by the cops because they had never seen anyone as pretty as her (laughs) that is some moxie Mike even for a drunk lady that is some self confidence like, mm-hmm. now she went on though, Mike, and said they were, quote, perverts and they were trying to rape her because they had se- never seen anyone as good looking. What? And during <laughs> the process of yelling all these things, she also apparently spit on them. Ew. Yeah. Gross. She was arrested, Mike, and her bail was $1,000. Uh, but, Mike, so many things. All of the things. <laughs> there are so many things on Everything. this story. Uh, first of all, I think the girl is confused. Like, if you're super attractive, the cops will let you go for m- committing any crimes. That's a fact. Not the opposite. There are never any stories of the cops arresting someone because they're attractive. The stories are they let them go because they are attractive. There's yes. no incentive They're just going to get in trouble as the police for arresting the attractive person with no crime. That doesn't make any sense, lady. Second, there weren't any mug shots of this lady, Mike, but online sleuths found what appears to be her social media pages. And I got to be honest, Mike, she's she's not ugly, but she is not anywhere close to the prettiest person I've ever seen. Like, you know, I mean, there's a big gap between ugly and prettiest person you've ever seen. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. a long continuum. No offense to her. So true. There's a long, long continuum there, okay? 
Second, it appears she is from Las Vegas, Mike. Huh? Hmm. That's what the f are you eating local. at the Chili's to go in the airport of your hometown? Yeah. You could have gotten so many other things like TGI Fridays or... It's, <laughs> it's barely acceptable, acceptable to eat at one of those on a layover. Mm -hmm. And it's only acceptable in that time if the Popeyes and the Fuddruckers are closed. I'm not going to a Chili's as my first option. Gross. Ew. Like, what are you telling me? <laughs> She's going to eat Chili's baby back ribs and then head on home satisfied with the sights, smells, and germs of the airport? Like, ugh. You almost deserve to be arrested just for... For the fact that you ate that meal, not that you didn't pay for it, like good I, lord. I hope she was at a. Uh, I, I hope she was at a slot machine when she was caught. I, I hope do, that I there was a trifecta. It, if I'm correct, Mike, I'm pretty sure she was at the baggage claim, like stopping people from doing their jobs at baggage claim. Ah, uh, okay. So. Now, now this is just a suggestion, Mike. Uh, I think what irks me and most folks about this story is that it's the fact that she seems super vain, right? Is the fact that she's not super attractive and she thinks she's a, a, a supermodel, right? Yeah. Nobody definitely. likes a vain Nobody. Nobody, nobody wants that. So, hmm. this is just a suggestion, Mike. If I were the judge in this case, I would have, I would force her to post pictures to several social media sites. Hmm. And then everybody would promote these pictures and let people know they need to be as judgmental as possible in evaluating her looks. Look at the pictures and point out all of the possible flaws you see in her. <laughs> then, yeah. after a period of a week or so, she has to come in front of the court like it's the Johnny Depp trial. We're going to have cameras and TVs there and she's got to read all of the comments every single negative comment about herself in front of the court that nice. is her penalty I love this idea you think that'll knock her down yeah. you think that will maybe make her think twice about yelling at cops about how she's so pretty that oh yeah we need some good roasters though oh because she's gonna be reading these out loud that's she's true gonna have to really feel it that's true good roasting We'll recruit everybody from from Comedy Central roast panels that they have. Yes. Everybody we need on Jeff there. Ross. Exactly. Brian uh, Posehn will come out there. I feel Brian like Posehn. he'll have some he'll have some nerd rage to give her. You know, just some. Yeah. yeah. We need some seventeen and eighteen year olds as well. Who oh, are they're also great. Very yeah. prolific. Uh, very good roasters. at it. In fact, you could probably yeah. go younger. You could probably go like fourteen. They're even better. You know, yeah. just like that end of middle school. Just. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. ready to let it out because they feel insecure about themselves. So let's make mm -hmm. fun of somebody else, you know? Anyways, yes, that's exactly. just my idea, listeners. I think uh, it would it would help out. It would help out mm -hmm. in this case. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. What? Uh, Mike, next story here. Uh, you might have seen this, but apparently since you haven't seen any of the other stories from today, probably not this one because <laughs> this was lower on the level than the others, but it got a lot of press. Uh, Barnaby uh, uh, Domigan, Barnaby Domigan, who's a nine-year-old that lives in Christchurch, New Zealand, uh, which is sometime a listener of the show. Uh, he was playing in his backyard, 
And uh, he was playing beside a stream at the bottom of the family's garden when he saw something that looked like a big worm. He grabbed it with a stick, and Uh yes, it was a worm. Hmm. It was an earthworm that was over three feet long. Wow. There's a picture of it, Mike. It's a massive junk. Think of an earthworm and just blow it up by 20 times. And that's, that's what you terrifying. Got. That's terrifying. It's gross, you know. Um, <laughs> but Barnaby said he likes to discover and learn things about weird animals. That's right. So hmm. he was pretty excited about it. And he said the worm felt cold and squishy, which that would make sense. I would yeah. guess that. If you asked me how to describe it, I'd probably say, I bet you it's going to be cold and squishy. Um, his mom said, quote, sort of like yourself, Mike, quote, it's the stuff of nightmares. Hmm. Yes. We're on the same page. Well, I, like, I'll slightly agree with you both, Mike, but I'm going to have to say, doesn't compare to their Aussie neighbors. They've got nothing on that wildlife. Like true. that stuff. Very true. Aussie's wildlife is the stuff of nightmares. This mm-hmm. is just the stuff of a happy yeah. day trip on LSD. Like you're like, what? A big old, <laughs> a big old worm, huh? Uh, that's weird. Uh, I didn't know those existed. Like, nope. you give me a chance to hang out with a giant pile of earthworms or fix 50 box jellyfish or saltwater crocodiles or death adders yeah. or brown snakes or funnel web spiders, or redback spiders, or mouse spiders, or about 3,000 other horrifying things that are in uh, yeah. Australia. Jeez. I'm going giant earthworms all day, Mike. Giant yeah. earthworms all day. Yeah. Mike, That's we are going to take a break, and we are going to hear from our guest. This is KG Crown with Bad, right here Everyone on the Doc G Show. Knows I'm a good girl. Just a game you lose 
You can like that game till you test me Till you cut the caps to arrest me Like, oh my god, officer This my straight up crazy the Doc G a show you just heard KG Crown right here on Spinnaker Radio WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville Florida Mike what do the listeners need to do they need to listen to the show mm-hmm. on all the platforms oh, yeah. SoundCloud Spinnaker Radio I think they have an app they do they do Apple Podcasts they, do, they do yeah mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram you know, Mike, here, here's here's a goal I have for 2022. <laughs> Listeners, are you ready for this goal? Hmm. Here's the goal. Word. I'm going to try to get on Anchor, which is the subsidiary of uh, uh, the subsidiary podcast platform of Spotify. Uh, it's mm. where you can play music uh, with the licensing on your podcast. It just takes a different setup. That's a fact. It's going to take me some effort. But that's one of the things I hear, Mike, from our listeners a lot of times. That's a fact. You know? So, it's a goal of 2022. I'm going to get us on there. We're going to do it. Okay. I'm going to work it through. And now, I don't know about the old episodes, because that's going to be a real pain to go back on every one of those. But, we're going to try. So, there you go. That's uh, also, second goal, listeners. I'm going to try to put many of our most recent clips that I have put on the old social medias on YouTube Shorts as well. Nice. I'm gonna go nice. YouTube Shorts. Sweet. And anyone that it's posts good. mean comments, I will not like. So just let you know. Just don't put a mean. Blocked. <laughs> do Blocked. That. I'll do that, and it'll be only the people. Instant blocks. The people that are following <laughs> us, and I'll be like, oh. I blocked all of the followers. Dang, <laughs> that sucks. Anyways, that's two goals, listeners. So keep a lookout on those very two pla- uh, yes. uh, popular platforms. Doc G, coming that Pro way. Moves. 
Um, Pro moves. Mike, we need to thank the pros that listen to us, the regulars. Oh, true. Here we go. Yes. Here we go. Shout out. Shout out to Jacksonville, Florida, Columbia, South Carolina, Radford, Virginia, Gainesville, Florida, Frankfurt, Germany, Anoka, Minnesota, Ashburn, Virginia, Piracai, Brazil, San Diego, California, Dublin, Ireland, Boardman, Oregon, Genoa, Italy, Richardson, Texas, Barcelona, Spain, Winfield, West Virginia, Biloxi, Mississippi, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Peoria, Illinois, Katy, Texas, Toms River, New Jersey, Olive Branch, Mississippi, Asheville, North Carolina, and Los Angeles, California. There we go. L.A. There we go. L.A. Keeping it. La La Land. Keeping it going. That's where KG Crown resides now, Mike. That's her mm. hometown. There you go. Nice. Mike, nice. semi-regulars. Here we go. Got some interesting ones this week. Weatherford, okay. Oklahoma. Shout out. The list mm. off. Fredericksburg, Virginia. Lancaster, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Irvine, United Kingdom. Athens, Greece. Melbourne, Australia, San Antonio, Texas, Somerville, Massachusetts, Sydney, Australia, Charlotte, North Carolina, Jefferson, Indiana, Bend, Oregon, Maryville, Illinois, Wilmington, North Carolina, Cairo, Egypt, and Phoenix, Arizona. Shout out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, a couple. Cairo. Yeah, a couple different continents there, man. Working, yeah. working Africa. Sometimes we don't get that many. Af we had there for a while. We had uh, we had some African listeners, consistent regulars. I don't know what happened. Hmm. I don't know what happened. We lost them. Hmm. So hopefully, maybe maybe we can get it again, and we can get it get it okay. going again. Yeah. You know. Um, shout out to everybody that listens. We appreciate it always. Any listen is a good we listen. Do. So we're happy. We're happy with that. Mm -hmm. Mike, you want to open up the miscellaneous file? <clears throat> Of course. Love the miscellaneous file. Okay. All right. So this is something that surprised me the other day. I always get weird comments, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's Well, I think everybody gets weird comments because they're just weird because you're not, like, expecting them, you know? And you're just like... Mm -hmm. And you just sort of question in your head, like, what made you want to ask that, you know? So <laughs> I went to the old grocery store the other day, and I was just getting a couple items. So few items that I didn't even need the little basket. I was just going to carry them, you know? So I got them. I got my items, and I was checking out. And it was a dude, uh, the dude that was checking me out, I'd seen him several times working there. So you know? true. He, he's, he's a regular. I'm a regular at the grocery store. He's a regular working there. You know, so there was the, uh, I gave him the sort of head nod of, I know you. And then uh, we went with it, you know? And as he's scanning the products, he, he, he looks over and he's like, I got to ask you something, man. I was like, oh, here it comes. It's going to be weird. <laughs> and uh, he's like, whenever you come in here, you always look so calm. You're just so, like, chill, man. Like, it's like nothing affects you. I how, love that. How are you so comment. calm? And, uh, you know, I thought about it for a little bit. And first I told him, Mike, don't let the exterior fool you, you know? <laughs> smooth, smooth runs the water where the brook is deep. That's, uh, that's a little Shakespeare for you there, Mike. Okay. That's yeah, right. Think about it. I like that. Right? Smooth on top, very deep as far as the actual soul of the individual, right? Mm. A lot of things yeah. going on underneath the surface. Um, I love that, yeah. Yeah, but uh, then I started thinking of it after he said that, and I was like, 
Do the majority of people come in here looking like super frazzled? Hmm. Like, who? Like, <laughs> are most people coming in there with, like, leaves and twigs shoved in their hair and their eyes twitching and them talking to themselves? Like, oh, God, I got to get groceries. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Like, who's who's frazzled coming into the grocery? It's a grocery store. Like, I don't know. I don't it's know. People anxiety sometimes. Yeah. A lot of decisions. It's just, I, like I guess it just me, Mike. <laughs> you know, I don't wear my emotions on my sleeve. It doesn't work well. Nope. You know. Yeah. Like if I'm walking around smiling, people just think I'm like you know a pervert getting ready to abduct their kid. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if what I'm, is this guy hiding? If I'm walking around mad, they're just thinking I was unsuccessful at abducting a kid as a pervert. And they're like, oh, mm, he ruined yeah. that one. Oh, it's upset. Very true. Like, you know, so yeah. just just for me, and I, I didn't go into this much detail with this young lad, but just for me, I find it's best to have RPF, hmm. resting poker face, you know? Love that. Yeah. Resting poker face. L- leave them guessing, Mike. Leave them guessing. There's no need to, like, let... Unless they're a friend of yours, there's no need to let them know how you feel. Nobody needs to know on the exterior that you're happy. Nobody needs to mm-hmm. know that you're mad. Just whoop. Leave them guessing. Yeah. Leave yeah. them guessing. That's that's what I do, Mike. Anyways. Mike, I'm going <laughs> to uh, complain about something that makes no sense now to me. Uh, let me see if it makes sense to you. This is another thing that, like, uh, I, I took note of the other day because I, I ordered some food from a restaurant. And uh, I picked up that food, and they handed me the plastic bag with the food in it. And they had tied the handles together, hmm. which is a common practice, right? You get the plastic yes. bag, and they have just welded those together <laughs> like they haven't just put them on there lightly they are just ah you're never had like a boat knot yeah yeah like you're never going back in that you're gonna need a needle nose pair of pliers to get to the center of that knot like and let mm-hmm. me this makes no sense mike no sense nope what what purpose is tying the bag hmm what is that doing? Keep the heat in? That's the only thing, right? That's the only thing you could come up with. And let's be honest. You've already got separate containers in the food. Ah, so true, the, Doctor. The heat God, loss. So smart. The heat loss is negligible. <laughs> There's no it's a carrying yeah. device. It's not an insulator. Nope. So you're eliminating mm. two very important things for no reason. You're taking away the only viable option to carry the food away. So now you got to carry it like a moron, like it's a (laughs) football or a rugby ball. And then you're taking away the one way to get into the food. So I get home and I have to pull out a knife like I'm an animal and ah, and rip in there. Like (laughs) just, just ridiculous, Mike. Think about it. Like I don't, I don't, every time I see it, I'm just like, what, why, why, why guys, why? Wow. Doctor, for the rest of my life now, I'm always going to notice this. And I've never thought about it before, but now I will. Well, yeah, it's just it's one of those things, you know, like that's I I was just Hmm. like, what's the option? Why are you doing like if there was a reason that made sense and there was significant improvement to my experience, I would have no problem. But it makes no sense whatsoever. The thing that you did like just ridiculous. 
Ridiculous, Mike. Yeah. Hmm. Anywho, Mike, are you ready for some quick, quick hitters? Yes, of course. Uh, Mike, uh, here's one about a volcano. This is a sad story. A weird story. Uh, Reuters reported that six folks vacationing in Russia's Far East died while climbing Klushevskaya Sopka Volcano over the weekend. Hmm. And I, I, Mike, I don't mean any ill will to the recently deceased, but who chooses to vacation on a volcano in the middle of the subarctic? Like, what? Where? Yeah. What? I don't know about that one. Like, hey, you know where we should no. vacation? Oh, I got it. A volcano that has absolutely horrendous weather in a country that's ran by a ruthless dictator and uh, horrible, horrible winds on the top of this volcano. Should be relaxing. No. No, pass. Pass. Nah. Yeah. You will never catch me on Skip. that vacation, Mike. Ever. No way. Uh, Not going to Russia. Or a volcano. Mm-mm. I'll go to a volcano. I may. Well, I may. Been to Mount, Ves- been to Mount Vesuvius. I under the. I may. The big I may volcano. go to Russia too, but some things are really going to have to change before I go to Russia anytime yeah. soon. Uh, and yeah, I like no war. I am definitely not <laughs> taking any vape pens. I can guarantee you that one thousand. No way. Um, no way. Mike, Mark Zuckerberg was pictured and videoed doing some MMA training over the weekend. Uh, and it definitely had all kinds of reaction. All kinds of people were were talking about this. ESPN reposted it. A bunch of places reposted it. Zuckerberg posted on his Instagram account. Uh, and uh, on the repost from ESPN, it received over a million likes. Over a million likes of him just practicing MMA. And I got to say, Mike, anyone who generally liked this post... And I say genuinely because we all know it's Mark's company. So at least mm-hmm. 90% of those likes are made up. But anyone yeah. that generally liked this post should have their like capabilities taken away. <laughs> Suspended. Yeah. Take, like, you won't like your uncle's post about his renovations on his deck, but you're going to like a horrible, horrible billionaire doing some MMA. Really? Blame. Really? Reevaluate your likes, folks. Reevaluate them. Like, just, like, who would like that, Mike? I don't give a what Zuckerberg's doing. Like, come on, man. Lame. Like, just, I mean. I don't know. Ignoring it? That's fine. I can accept that, Mike. Like, ignoring it? Yes, cool. But, like, going out of your way to like that? Dumb. Yeah. Dumb. I wouldn't even just passively like that so no. sometimes doc g i just go through and i like a bunch of i'll like sponsored ads yeah but not just to give them some feels you know just yeah. to be like hey there's exactly. somebody out here all right yeah you know i can understand but, that but like that no 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 way i'm gonna actively like go out of my way not to like zuckerberg Report. things i'm reporting yeah this. <laughs> dude that has ruined modern society we're gonna like him because he's getting some exercise mm, great no. like no Anyways, Mike, Britney Spears back in the news. She she's not leaving. Mm. Uh, she came no out and called out her son Jaden for agreeing with his dad and saying that she needs 
to get better. Hmm. She uh, in her she posted this on social media, Mike. She said he's probably worried his gravy train is about to end and he won't be getting any money from her in a couple of years. So she's he's just mad. Word. Can you believe that, Mike? Wild. Yeah. That is uh, pretty crazy. I got I got to say, say. Brittany, I I'm not I'm not a mother. Nope. Or a PR p- person. Nope. Those are neither of my roles in life. But first, I would say uh, in the mother role, he's your son. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Kids are sort of entitled to a gravy train until they're 18. That's the part of you bringing them into this world. You are responsible yeah. for them until 18. So true. Second, on the PR side of things, Mike, never looks good, never awesome to bash your own son. No. Just maybe... Maybe if I was her PR person, I'd be like, ah, yeah. maybe take the high road. Just radio silence, Brittany. Maybe just nothing. You know, let it let it roll off the back. You know, just don't know, Mike. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She's she's uh. Yeah, yikes! Yikes! But she's her, let go. I don't know. Her followers that got her back up. Her followers. Oh are, yeah, they don't. Oh yeah. They don't give a screw her son. Don't give a flying <laughs> f, man. They are oh, they definitely now if there's one listening, they're like screw these people. I hate them too. Anyways, <laughs> we lost them. Yeah, we they, they were gone. <laughs> Bye Cairo. No. Oh, who knew who knew Cairo was fans of the Talk G show and Britney Spears. That was the two things that brought them together. Anyways, uh, Mike, uh, last title I got here. The title this is from uh Daily uh, Daily Mail. The title reads, The Woman Who's Allergic to Gravity. What? Bedbound 28-year-old faints up to 10 times a day and can only stand three minutes before passing out due to rare condition. Sounds insane, ah. Mike. Sounds yeah. insane. Now, when you read the article, you find out the woman has postural tachycardia syndrome. Oh, that does not sound good. Yeah. But the main thing I would say is Daily Mail. Thanks for making everybody think she has a made-up fairy tale disease with your title. Just say what it is and stop trying to get <laughs> viewers. All right? Good lord! There's nobody that's allergic to gravity. That's impossible. All right? It's a real disease that really sucks. You could have just put that. That's a fact. Anyways. Yes. Ridiculous, well, Mike. Doc G, I'm a little allergic to gravity, depending on. Hmm. I don't know what I was gonna say after that. Actually, <laughs> depending on how far I laziness. Fall, uh, the uh, my yeah. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> see what you're gonna say. You, know, you have an allergic reaction to the results of gravity affecting yeah, you. Yeah, Doc G, it was a gonna be a super hacky joke, and it was oh. not gonna be funny. And then I decided to bail as, as I out. finished the setup. <laughs> <laughs> this is my comedy. This is my stand-up comedy. Sometimes I'll do the setup, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling it, and then that's it. That, well, that's that's <laughs> the beauty, though, of actually doing uh, a stand-up routine. You cannot True. feel it well before the actual presentation of it. Now, uh, when the alarm starts to feel in the middle of the show, that's, that's scary right there. That is... Mm-hmm. That bail is tough. That bail is <laughs> not not a good one. Mike, True. speaking of bailing, we're going to have to bail before we come back here 
with KG Crown on the Doc G Show. We're going to take a break, but we'll be right back with none other than KG right here on the Doc G Show. Doc G Show, because sometimes you need something playing in the background. Every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on 99.5 FM, Spinnaker. This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We've got a fantastic singer, influencer, and many, many other things who just released a new single, Picture Perfect Love. She's got another single, Porcelain Queen, coming out in just a couple of days. Miss KG Crown. KG, how's it going? I'm going good. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Calling you you KG. Do, Do people call you KG? Just KG without the crown? Yes, people call me KG. KG crowns the fool, but KG is what I... Get called by without the crown. <laughs> okay, okay. I I feel like I'm I'm talking to Kevin Garnett a little bit when I say KG. Oh. <laughs> you know you know KG, the other KG. Yeah. KG, yep. <laughs> okay, okay. I know you're a basketball fan, but he's obviously he's an old buck like myself. He's a little bit. I mean, he retired in 2016, so I wasn't sure you were up on on kg since i've heard of him trust me i'm a huge basketball fan well since we're there on the topic you grew up in michigan you live in la are you rooting lakers clippers pistons who do you root for i am rooting lakers all the way all the way all the way okay bleed purple and gold as soon as you got there oh yeah also plus that purple is my favorite color so that Mm. just adds on to it I'm a, I'm a big fan of purple. I don't know if I can say it's my favorite, but I really like it. It's also the color of royalty, so it works with your name, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Why exactly. why it was Prince's favorite as well. Now, um since you're since you're a baller, since you love basketball, what's your style on the court? Like when you play, are you are you a driver, a shooter, passer? What does KG look like on the court? Me, KG on the court. I'm I'm short, so I'm the point guard. You know, I I got I got them handles. Okay. I can go through people and bring it up to the layups. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So yeah. Point guard. Do I mean? Do you, have you been playing since you were, since you can remember? Yes. Um. I started playing when I was seven. I started playing basketball when I was seven. So it's been something I've always been doing. Nice. Love basketball. We're big fans. As you can see, we're big fans of basketball oh, yeah. on the show. Um. Now, so you've uh, you've only been out in L.A. for a little over a year. You moved from, like I said, you moved from the Mitten. That's where you were playing basketball in the in the young days. Uh, and you've been making music basically the same amount of time. You've been making music for half your life. Uh, when when you started, you were making music with your brothers. You had a band, Good Kicks, uh, Christian side of things as far as the tunes. 
And now the closer you got to the solo career, the more it sort of involved into pop, just sort of the this more just secular music, if you will. Who who have been your influences over the years? Like when you want to make a song, who do you who do you listen to? Yeah, uh, I started out in a sibling band with my brothers. That's right, and then I transitioned into pop music, a solo career. Um, but some someone that really influenced me through that was Katy Perry because I know she did something very similar to that as well. So she was someone that I really looked up to. Um, and some people that I look up to making music are Billie Eilish. Mm. I think Billie Eilish just because she really is unique with the things she writes about, just in general with her style. So she's someone who I really look up to in this industry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, KG looking up to KP. I like it. I like it. <laughs> K Katy Perry's fantastic. Uh, and I, Billie Eilish, I always feel like... For some reason, and this is just me, I don't want any uh, Olivia Rodrigo folks to get mad at me, but like, I feel like it was sort of similar, both of them, as far as like them getting famous really quick out of nowhere, both Olivia Rodrigo and uh, um, Billie Eilish sort of just exploded, you know, when they did get popular. But for some reason, I feel like Olivia Rodrigo doesn't get the blowback that Billie Eilish does on a lot of her things, you know? For some reason, whenever like Billie Eilish puts out a new song, there there's somebody that she's offended with that song. There's something that's that's wrong with that, and I'm just like, you, she didn't plan that. She there's there's no there's no way that she was trying to do that. Like I just feel like Billie. I sometimes I feel for Billie because she's you know, she's. Yeah, I mean, I think as an artist, I think as an artist, it's like really important to write about what you're feeling as a person, mm -hmm. and and it's like you just you know your fans are people that relate to your music and. Um, I'm someone who like I write about like you I write about myself and I hope that it connects with other people like I don't like I'd rather write for myself than writing for like other people if you know what I mean right so you think you think in that in that scenario she's she's not worried about that blowback she's writing for herself to a degree yeah, I think, just, I think um, music is almost like a therapy like I think it's really just write your emotions and feelings and if people connect to it great and if they don't they might just listen to you because they like your music, the way it sounds. But those who connect to your music, those those people really like you and want to hear more. Get to be those dedicated fans. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Well, now, do you ever dig like, I mean, you mentioned Katie and, and, and Billy. Uh, do you ever dig back uh, even older? Do you dig back in the in Wayback Machine? Do you get in, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s? Oh, boy. I mean... <laughs> I love Britney Spears. Oh, man. I love Spears a lot. Yeah. We actually just talked about her on this show. Uh, she was in the news. Man, I'll tell you, her family drama. Uh, she's, got, she's, got, she's got it going on right now. It's, uh, yeah, I hope she can recover from all of it. Hopefully. I mean, well, that was the whole thing. She was upset at her son for saying that he wanted her to, like, get better. She's like, I don't need to get any better. And it's like, whoa, wait. We're not trying to. I was just like, ah, that's tough. All that being out in the in the open, it's tough, tough stuff. Um, well, back to your music. You've released several singles up to this point. Bad, Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, Give Me That. When you go back to those songs and you listen to them, do you hear influence in those songs? Like, do you hear other people in those songs, or is it pure KG? Because I know a lot of artists sometimes say, you know, that sounds a little bit like this person. Yeah, I mean, for me, I really don't focus on, like, making it sound like an individual artist. Like, I think I just really want to make something unique so i would say it really just is something that i enjoy so i would say 
it's KG. Um, but I think my music is very influenced by K-pop music. So maybe some people might hear K-pop artists in it. But for me personally, I just make the music to sound like something I enjoy. Do you think you'd be offended if somebody said, hey, you sound like this person since you're trying? No. No? Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, I think that would honestly be a compliment because there's so many talented artists in this world. So not Definitely. at all. Well, now, uh, singing, obviously, is what got you notoriety in the first place. And initially, on social media, someone uh, in India who has a large number of followers reposted your video, and your followers dramatically increased. Uh, and I hear this is where uh, haters started hating. It was, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was like almost immediate, like followers go up. And here come the sideways comments. Was that was that the way like it 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 happened? Did they immediately, or was it a sort of gradual? Um, pretty similar. I mean, yeah, someone uh, with a big following in India had reposted one of my singing covers that ended up getting like millions of views, and it took me to like thirty thousand followers in like one night. And so waking up to that, I was like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and I think people probably thought the same thing too like what is going on and i think you know jealousy is a big thing among mm. like middle schoolers and high yeah. schoolers because i was middle school at the time so yeah um i would say it did start like once the numbers grew the more hate and the more negative comments came towards me but i, I ignore it and i keep pushing forward so that's all that matters so so the singing before that like w with your brothers and just everything in general you you, you never got any just any hate from any of your classmates really before that? Um, maybe a little bit. I mean, definitely like the you can't sing type of comments mm. and I mean, just a little bit. I think that's super natural though. Just everyone, everyone has some negativity come when you're in this industry. Now, and, and it was pretty much all in person. So it was pretty much coming from those classmates. Like you didn't, did you get a lot of hate on social media? Did you ever experience that? Or was it pretty much just all rude kids i think at first it wasn't really on social media at the time i was growing up with like positive or blowing up with positivity mm -hmm. so that was something that i was super grateful for yeah um it was really mostly in person with like the people and teachers and peers and classes and stuff like that yeah now this was a christian school you were going to uh and like i said they're, they're out here uh hating on what you're doing and uh, correct me if i'm wrong uh, that doesn't seem like a very Christian thing to do. I don't, I don't think JC would be down for that. Uh, were, did I mean did that throw you for a curve when you were like this this isn't this isn't our forte, guys. This isn't our role. Like I mean, was that a little off-putting to you just as far as the the school and the setting that you were getting this hate? Yeah, I think a little bit. Um, definitely like. Uh, I'm still a Christian. I'm still a follower of Christ, so it hasn't changed my viewpoints on anything. Mm -hmm. um, I think really just, you know, nobody makes a perfect Christian. Like, we all make mistakes. We all say mean things that we don't mean. So I think uh, I can't say that it changed the way um, any of those people have a relationship with Christ or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. But they, 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 eventually they'll realize they were wrong. It's okay. They'll, they'll come around. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. so take me through the process of deciding to move to L.A. Because that's obviously a, a huge step when when you're uh, 13, 14. Was, was it mainly a you decision or was it a family decision? And, and sort of how did it come about? So moving to L.A. was a decision that um, 
I made and my mom made. It was really just something that we thought would help me and my mental health and just being in an environment that is, you know, bullying you and uh, spreading negativity on you. We just wanted to go to an environment that's going to bring positivity and be around people that I relate to. And I had a lot of like friends, um, like social media friends that were in California as well. Mm -hmm. So I would have been, I was moving to like be around the people that already support me. And so I'm mm -hmm. grateful. Nice. Nice. So everything since you've been there, solid since you've been there. Yes. Yeah. It's been awesome. I love it out here. Nice. Nice. Now, before I move on from the mitten, one thing that I did hear back in Michigan, I heard you, you mentioned this, uh, is apparently your, your grandparents, uh, back in the day would fire up a, a pirate treasure hunt in the backyard. Uh, and I, uh, here on the Doc G show, we love treasure. I don't know. The listeners the listeners can't see it, but I've got real pirate treasure in the in the studio. We're a fan. Um hey. I I got to ask, are you going to fire that back up in California? You got to fire it back up. I have to. All right, probably. Yes. It was so much fun. I love like treasure and like all yes. that type of stuff. So, yeah, I definitely should. <laughs> you, well, now you're beside the ocean. Now you really can do it, right? I mean, oh, yeah. You literally can go look for real treasure. So I say we need to fire this thing back up, have a real treasure hunt. You'll you'll find Although, some. I am very very afraid of the ocean, so. Oh no. I definitely I wouldn't be the one in the ocean, but I'll look along the ocean. Was, Someone was, else in the ocean. Was there a traumatic experience, or is it just always been no, there? It's just fear, like just sharks. I think. Sharks <laughs> predominantly. That's the main yeah. thing like big big creatures <laughs> mm, all right all right i uh, i uh i've never been really i was one time paddle boarding and there were several sharks right underneath the paddle board but they, i mean they weren't huge they were like you know like four feet long and you were just like i don't feel don't feel super safe with you guys trailing around me this is you know and then i've also been stung by jellyfish that's always just i mean it's not it's oh, not life-threatening, yeah. <laughs> but it is painful. It is not a Stingray. good time. Stingrays scare me too, like stepping on one. Do have to, <laughs> definitely that is that is a thing. There, I mean, that's one of the. I I agree with you. It's a very it's an understandable fear. There are a lot of frightening things out there in the ocean. You know. I would say so. I would say so. You know, it, it takes a lot to be a true pirate. I can understand. Uh, now, sort of along the same lines, though, I do hear that's, I mean, I hear one of your dream places to go in the world, uh, Bora Bora. Yeah, I love it. Actually, in Bora Bora, I think I'd make an exception and swim in the ocean. Oh, there we go. There, well, It's very clear there. It's so beautiful. I wouldn't want to, like, miss out, you know? Yeah, plus you'd be so. able to see. You'd be able to see for several yards if something was coming right. towards you. Yeah. So that'd be a lot better. Now, last time I heard you hadn't pinned down exactly geographically where Bora Bora is at. Have you done that? Have you? No, I have no idea. Okay, let's do. Let's do no, it. I know it's an island. We're gonna do it together. It's part of French Polynesia. So, uh, okay. Australia, America. It's literally in the middle. Like, not an exaggeration. It's directly in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, in between Australia and America. It's oh, wow. 2,000 miles south of Hawaii. So, you know, uh, it, Hawaii is about 1,000 miles above the equator. Bora Bora is about 1,000 miles below the equator. And it's about 2,000 miles below. So that's 
That's where you're looking as far as Bora Bora. It's literally just in the middle. In the middle of nowhere. Like you are out there. <laughs> but it's like it's you so said, cool. it's gorgeous. It is it is an amazing place. And well, sadly, there's no treasure out there because no pirates were going that far out into the ocean. That never wow. happened. But there's also no pests there. Like, there's wow. there's no snakes. There's no spiders as far as poisonous snakes or spiders. Like, just uh, because they like they, they, they never were able to, like, migrate that far out. So there you go. Just a fun Bora Bora oh, yeah. fact. That's the spot. That's where I'm going one day. We're, uh, so it hasn't been scheduled yet. No, not yet. Okay. Eventually, it's on my bucket list. Good, good. We're gonna uh, you're gonna get there eventually. You're gonna swim in the ocean. It's gonna be fantastic. And then we're gonna get an update on the show. And we're gonna be like, guess what? She swam and everything was fine, and she loved it. Boom. There we go. I got eaten by a shark. I did not did not get eaten by a shark. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. So, let's talk uh, newest singles. You just uh, released Picture Perfect Love. Uh, and you're getting ready to release, like we said, Porcelain Queen. Now, Picture Perfect Love first. Were these lyrics you wrote? Yes, I wrote Picture Perfect Love. It was about one of my past relationships. So okay, I, was, I, usually only write, I usually only write about things that like I've been through or experienced. I was about to say, I listened to the lyrics and I said, this sounds like a personal experience. And I feel like if this was not a personal experience, you wouldn't be able to put this emotion into the song. Yeah, it was definitely a very emotional song for me to write, but I'm happy I was able to get it out there. And hopefully other people can relate to it as well. It came out It came out fantastic. Now, for um, an old-timer like myself, it's a little bit hard to relate to, you know. Um, uh, but I'll say, you know, I, I as li at listening to it, I told my co-host, I was like, I wanna, I wanna say to the fifteen-year-old that are feeling this way, nah, not worth the stress. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> stress about it. But then again, if you're not stressing about it, you can't write the lyrics. You can't write the the amazing song. So yeah. it's a double-edged sword. It came out fantastic, though. Over the last year, like I said, you've released four singles now. Now, are you a pure singles? lady or are you thinking about releasing a whole album i so far have only released singles but i know in the future i will end up releasing an album just not at the moment at the moment i just like to write singles because i can write about different things but there definitely will be an album coming i know that eventually we're going to get to that album space yes a hundred percent i do think there, there's there's i worry if i were an artist i would worry about the level of popularity I was at relative to an album because like I feel like unless you are at that stage where everybody obsesses about every single thing you do like a Beyonce or a Taylor Swift or somebody along those lines then a lot of your songs are going to get missed when you have an album you know like you you put out those 10 songs and five of them people are just like oh I never heard that and you're like what on the album why, why did you you know and they just listen to the singles so single games always a good game to go with getting that music out there now the main goal has always been music uh but you do have the old social media machine rolling um and i've had several artists on the show that are in somewhat your position uh meaning that you know your main goal is music but even though your main goal is music, the social media is outpacing as far as just total followers than the music at the current state. 
right? And I, I always want to know, how do you balance that? Like, when you're looking at the several hundred thousand followers you have on, on TikTok and Instagram, and you want those people to be as excited about your music as you are, and that's, that's really what you're all about, how do you balance it? Do you try and turn everything into a promo for the music? Do you just sit back and like put a link and say, hey, check it out? Uh, what do you do? Personally, I'm not someone who puts out music to like get a million streams because I want to be on the top. I really truly put out music because it's something that I love to do mm -hmm. and I want others to relate to it. Mm -hmm. So I think as far as numbers, I'm not worried about it. Um, I think that I'm so grateful for like being on social media because I'm able to share a part of my life with people that look up to me. And I'm so grateful for all of my followers. And yeah, I really just try to um, tell them as much as I can, like, hey, I make music, go ahead, check it out. And a lot of them do, so I'm grateful for that. Now, uh, I've noticed, I, you know, of course, I, I'm getting ready for this interview. I gotta do, do some digging. And I went through some of the posts and every now and then you'll have a post of you jamming on the guitar, just you and the guitar. <laughs> and I feel like, like you said, as far as that's what you love to do that's that's who you are are you tempted to post those like all the time or do you enjoy like do you enjoy doing the other type videos you know the other trends the other type videos like that i definitely do i really enjoy putting out covers and guitars like i have a lot of guitar clips on my phone i just don't really post a lot of them like i don't know why it's just, i i would like i really love doing it i post some of my stories and stuff but, I mean, I love doing both, honestly. Now, uh, I, you know, uh, I don't think I would fall into the category of everybody else, but I would be jazzed if you just did guitar uh, guitar <laughs> post you. every single time. That, that would be guitar. my favorite. Guitar is uh, my main instrument that I play, so I've been doing it for a long time. Nice, nice. Well, now, speaking of uh, social media, I noticed a, a couple of videos on TikTok where you uh, said, hey... I hid my number in this video. <laughs> Call me, hmm. and uh, they're they're insanely popular. Uh, they're they're you know extreme millions of views on all of those. Um, when you saw how popular those videos were, did you think was there a little part of you that was like, wow, there's a lot of creepers out there? And two, <laughs> did anybody actually end up calling you? Okay, so. Uh, actually, it wasn't a lot of creepers. The majority of the video that was shown was actually to like little kids, mm. which I was interesting. Okay, mm. <laughs> so it was really kids like younger than me. I mean, every once yeah. in a while you get like creeper, of course. <laughs> <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> but it really was like eight, nine, ten year olds who, because like they would duet my videos and be like, "I found it," even mm. though they didn't. I never ended up having someone actually find it, but. They're they're really cute. The people that do edit. But, I yeah. <laughs> I have I have noticed that. I mean, obviously, I mean it makes sense. But a lot of younger, a lot of folks in your position at your age, that's who that's who are your most active followers. Are those really young? <laughs> and I mean, it makes sense. They're looking. It's the same thing as like watching Nickelodeon or the Disney Channel and looking up to those people, going, "Wow." They're like high school age. What do they do? That's so cool. <laughs> like, so, I mean, do you, do you feel a little bit of pressure with those people watching you? Like, I need to be 
a good example for these these people? I mean, I think I have fans of all ages, young, old. So I don't really focus on like targeting one certain person, like whoever whoever comes along comes along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now in your experience online, like we mentioned, predominantly when you first started gaining popularity, the uh, the hate was coming from person, you know, face to face interaction, but. Like you said, most of the stuff that you've done online has been very positive, very positive feedback. Um, and I notice, I mean, you, you there's a good amount of interaction. There's a whole bunch of you know comments and everything else. Is there ever a line you feel like drawing when you're interacting with uh, followers on social media? Have you ever felt like the need to just be like, and done? What do you mean by that? Well, I'm just done. I'm not going to. I'm not going to respond to any of these things. Like I'm, I'm putting it down. We're finished for at least a little while. Um, I mean, I don't really get a lot of negative hate on social media. I mean, a lot of it just comes from you know people that I grew up with and um, my hometown people. And I mean, every once in a while, I get like negative comments from like strangers on social media, but I don't ever address them. I don't ever focus on them. Like if I see one, I keep scrolling. Like, I really just don't have the time for negativity. I just want to have a positive impact on the social media. I like it. I like it. Well, now, uh, before I've got, I got one curveball question. Before I get to the curveball question, I want to ask you, uh, tell us a little bit about Porcelain Queen. Tell us about the uh, inspiration there, where it came from, what uh, listeners can expect. Porcelain Queen is dropping on September 16th. Um, I'm very excited for this one because this is a song that I wrote about, again, one of my um, experiences. Mm -hmm. So Porcelain Queen is a song that I wrote to draw attention to mental health awareness. This song is really just a story about how you can um, have this traumatic event happen to you that can break you and you can really not be fixed back in the same way as you were before. And in the end, that traumatic event can actually make you a stronger and better person. So I really hope that some people can find the song relatable. Anyone who's been through traumatic experiences or just wants um, to feel better about themselves after that. I think this is a really good song for them to listen to. Now, how, how would it uh, compare as far as uh, the, fe- the feeling of the music behind the lyrics? Is it, is it a slower song, faster song, more upbeat, dancey? How does it feel? This song is an upbeat song. It's a little bit of a sassy song. Very nice. confident in just how, you know, um, one the, of my favorite lyrics in the song, I actually have a favorite lyric. The favorite lyric is, you cut me till I can't bleed no more. You had the knife, now I have the sword. Mm. So it's just really like about how someone can try to attack you and bring you down, but at the end of the day, you're above them. and Stronger. Yeah. You can overcome. Yeah, always. Nice. I like it. I like it. Well, I am very excited to hear it. Like she said, comes out the 16th. Get excited for it, guys. Uh, last curveball question. I have been known to track down cats on social media pages. I'm a fan of finding cats on social media pages. And just the other day, you posted an old cat on your Instagram with the caption, Sweet Bean. I'm not sure who who's, yeah. is this cat's name, Bean, and can I be friends with Bean? It's not Bean. I don't know why it says Sweet Bean. I think I just said that randomly. Um, this cat is actually in Michigan, so it's in my hometown. I visited my brothers recently, so it's they have like an outdoor cat. His name is Mr. Kitty. Yes. Literally yes. Mr. Kitty. So yeah, you can be friends with him. He's really sweet, and he like he's a hunter. Like he attacks anything he sees. He's just like a neighborhood cat, huh? 
Yeah, yeah like he, he comes, like he knows the house, like he knows his way around and nice. he kills mice and um, he's guy. just a hunter. You can tell he's an old timer too. That guy, that guy's ragged. He's been out there. Yeah, he's a mini lion, honestly. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mr. Kitty. Yes. Love it. I love it. <laughs> KG, we are up against a break, but I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Yay, thank you so much for having me. For sure. Listeners, you can check out all things KG Crown at kgcrownofficial.com. You can follow her on social media at kgcrownofficial. Who knows? You may even catch a glimpse of Mr. Kitty. If she goes back to Michigan, you may see him oh, yeah. on there. You never know. You never know. Check it out. <laughs> but right now, let's take a listen to Picture Perfect Love right here on the Doc G Show.
we are back here on the Doc G show. You just heard K A G a crown picture, perfect love, and you just heard me talking to K G Crown Mike. Do you even remember what it's like to be fifteen? Hmm. Jesus. It's horrible. That's, horrible. It was horrible I hated for you. Fifteen. Uh, I did not like it. Now. See, it's awkward and. I'm one of those pimples everybody hates. Because, like, I didn't have any bad time throughout, like, middle really? school, high school. Neither of them were bad. They were great. I got nothing bad to say. I hope wow, I... that's amazing. I really, really hope I was not one of those people that made other people's experience horrible. And I'm like, it was great. And they're like, you suck and I hated you. I hope I wasn't <laughs> that person. And if I was, I sincerely apologize. So true. But... I had a great time, Mike. There was really anything yeah. that, like, that's yeah, awesome. Good there, you know, there's some things that I felt awkward about, but like, yeah. But then that's the thing is, I'd always have sort of self-reflection and be like, everybody feels awkward. They're 15. Who gives? A and then I'd keep going. Yeah. You know, like. But I wish I knew that. I wish I had that. Ability. It's tough. It's tough sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's tough. It's also tough in hindsight when you're 15 to look. You know. You're riding these waves of emotions. Everything's the yeah. highest of high and the lowest of lows. and Really intense. Like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I had to do the special uh, where I talked to a group of high schoolers a couple of months ago, Mike. And first of all, it was the most intense thing ever because, like, I went into the high school and I was like, Jesus Christ, I forgot how intense these young whippersnappers are because there was all of this going on like and that was the main yeah 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 that was the main thing i wanted to tell him i wanted to just be like hey pump the brakes all right let's not go too high let's not go too low like my man at the grocery store all right resting resting poker face guys yes just, <laughs> just keep it keep it moderate like you're you're going too high and too low guess what you not getting set set next to your friend in this assembly not gonna make a difference when we add it all up no all way. right so mm -hmm. just live your life. That's right. But you know what? Yeah. It's one of the great things about being 15. You don't know any better. You're super excited. You're, you're jazzed. And look at hers. Mm -hmm. KG's being super productive at 15. Yeah. I wasn't doing that. Definitely was mm -hmm. not doing that. As I told you, Mike, I hadn't given up my dream that I was going to be in the NBA by that time. So, you know, I was still <laughs> thinking, well, it's... I haven't got a single college to recruit me, but they'll, they'll come. No, they'll be here. Nope. No worries. Trust That'll happen. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but anyways, KG just doing it, man. She's getting it done. Can't wait to hear new music from her. Uh, like I said earlier, if you're on the socials, follow her on the socials, Instagram, TikTok. She's got hundreds of thousands of followers on both. Just doing it. Anyways, Mike. We need to go to the fastest growing segment in the universe. Say what? Doc G top three. That's right. That's right. And guess what, listeners? <clears throat> I have the topic for next week, too. I did hey. it. Here we go. I did it. So first, we need to do this week, which you guys don't have. So, sorry. This week, <laughs> Mike, we are doing favorite fruit. Top three favorite fruit uh now mike yes. this is a simple one there's not there's not a lot here but mm -mm. It, it did take me a while to come up with my favorites it was it was a little bit rough for me uh two honorable mentions really? that are not on my list uh but very 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 close to getting on there grapes bananas 
did not make my list. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Grapes okay. and bananas, honorable mention. I love them both. I could eat them all day, but they didn't make the list. So, Mike, give me your cool. number three. For me, number three is going to be an orange. Oranges. I love oranges. I Tangerines, any type of citrusy, but oranges specifically. I feel like I have uh, forsaken Florida by not choosing an orange, but I don't have orange mm. on here either. Girl, come on. Um, That's okay. I would have to go a little bit for honorable mention. I could go Clementine. I love like, mm, yeah, I Clementine's think the thing awesome. that turns me away from any citrus is just the difficulty of eating, you know? Yeah. Just the preparation of getting Peeling, that peel off. Yeah, you got to cut yeah, it. It's tough. The seeds. It's yeah. tough. That's the only hard part. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think that kept me away from my favorite fruit. But my number three, strawberries. Strawberries. Yeah. Love strawberries, man. Love mm -hmm. strawberries. Now, uh, I, I want I want bring up my my secret until the next one because it involves the next one. But there's there's a combo you can do. Woo! Oh man! Now, okay, Mike. If you're just doing a little bit of uh, strawberries, here's a little secret. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna cut the strawberries up. You need to cut them, slice them in half, put a little bit of sugar in there. You know, depending on how many how many sugars you or uh, sugars how many uh, strawberries you have, negates how much sugar you're gonna put in there. Put in uh, you know tablespoon of sugar per cup of of strawberries. Then also, tablespoon of vinegar. Say what? Tablespoon what? of apple cider vinegar. Now, what that's going to do, it's going to draw the juices out of your strawberry. You're going to get more of the natural juice. It's going to blend with the acidity, but the sugar is going to take away that tartness of the vinegar, and you're just going to have an awesome, natural, juicy syrup, sugary syrup with those strawberries. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's good, Mike. It's real so you good. just let it sit? You let it like give it sit about in a day. Marinate. Yeah. Give it a day. Let give it, it about yeah. a day. You don't want to give it too much longer than that because it'll oxidize too much. You'll get you start getting the 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 integrity of the strawberry will be lost. So hmm. about about a day. That's as far as you want to go. Mike number two, what do you got? Number two for me is gonna be watermelon. Mm. Huge fan. Love watermelon. Love all types of yeah. Just I think I'm amazing. more of a fan of uh, this the the eating of it, you know. Yeah. I just like munching. I like. I don't like if you give me a bunch of like cubes of uh, watermelon. Screw that. I don't want that. I want to get <laughs> yeah. I want to get a big piece and right go, off the rind. Yeah. yeah, go gnawing on it. That's what I want to do. And spit yeah. the seeds. That's a fun. That's mm -hmm. a fun activity. You feel like you can really you know. Feel like you're out in the country, just having a good yeah. time when you do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doctor, what's your top two? What's your what's your two pineapple? <laughs> pineapple, love yeah. pineapple. Now, mm. Mike, what I mentioned before, you get those strawberries, you throw some pineapple in there. Oh my God, that combo, strawberries yeah. and pineapple together. And again, you let them marinate. You cut the pineapple up. You put it in with the cut-up strawberries. Let it set in there for a day. Oh. Same thing, vinegar, sugar? No, no, you don't need to do that on this because the pineapple basically takes the place of the, the, the vinegar because, you know, it's got oh. the tartness. It's got the acidity. It's going to do yeah. the same thing. But, mm. oh, my God, you, you, 
you get the pineapple and then a piece of that pineapple will have soaked up some of the red juice from the, the strawberry and you'll just have yourself a little pink pineapple strip there. Oh, it's the best, Mike. Yeah. The best. Oh, I'm going to try this. I want to try this now. So best good, friend. man. I could, I, I could eat that enough to be unhealthy from fruit. That's how good really? it is. I could eat like seven pounds of that. And people would be like, did you gain 80 pounds eating fruit? And I'd be like, yes. Yes, I did. Very unhealthy. Very. Wow. Doctor, is there really a, like an upper limit of sugar that you oh, can get sure. from fruit that there's, would really mess you up? There's, there's, there's a lot of sugar in some of your fruit. I mean, granted, uh, you'd have to eat an obscene amount to, to get it to okay. really start being bad. See, the great thing about most fruits, especially when you talk about like strawberries, is there's a fairly high amount of fiber in the exterior of the fruit. And what that's going to do is that fiber, both uh, uh, soluble and non-soluble, is going to slow down the digestion of the sugar. Ah, uh, okay. So your absorption of the sugar and the processing of the sugar in the liver where you have the processing of fructose, much slower than usual. So okay. it's much, that's why it's so much better, so much healthier for you to eat strawberries than drink strawberry juice. You know, or drink orange juice instead of eating an orange. Right, right, because of the fiber. Because yeah. of the fiber, the other contents as well, just the other structural components within the in in the fruit. Very important. Interesting. Love yeah. it. Thank Bye. you, Doc G. Number one. All right, number one was your honorable mention, but for me, it's going to be grapes. Mm. I think it's a recent. I think it's a recent thing, but man, Doc G, out here in the West, I don't know what it is, but we got these grapes, and they are fantastic. What type? Green, uh, black, blue. So they have the green. We have green and red grapes. Okay. Right. Are the red grapes? They're like kind of purple. Yeah. Well, you. I mean, some people will call them purple, and you have you have the difference. You do have true red grapes that are much redder in hue than the ones that are purple that almost look black because they're so okay. dark. But yeah. yeah so. Mm -hmm. The red grapes specifically, but also, Doc G, we got these, I just don't think I ever saw these in Florida while I was living there, but they have these grapes mm -hmm. that are not round. They're like little, almost like the shape of a little tiny sausage, like mm -hmm. a little, mm -hmm. it's just like a little, but they're grapes and they're fantastic. They're All just right. incredible. You, yeah. You're coming out a grape yeah. connoisseur. I, I like, like the it. grapes, yeah, and the raisins. After you can, yeah, the raisins. They Let have a lot go. of uses. Oh I yeah, a wine. You want to get some yeah, wine in wine. there? Wine, very true, very true. My dad is a, a lover of grapes. He's right there with you. It's probably, yeah. I, I guess, if my dad would do this, my guess would be he would have strawberries or uh, 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 grapes at number one. That'd be his number yeah. one. My yeah. number one, Mike. Peaches. Peaches. Nice. Okay. Love okay. peaches, man. Oh, my God. You get me. But I am very particular. That's a fact. It has to be a South Carolina or a Georgia peach, and it has to be in August, the beginning of August, yes. and they will be amazing. If you get okay. a peach really any other time, especially like no offense to our South America listeners, but you guys don't know how to make peaches. They are not the same. They're pithy. It's not They're the not same. nearly as sweet. The, the the skin doesn't hold on to the, the flesh of the fruit as well. It's just not. Mm. Mm -mm. But you get a summertime made peach from South Carolina, upstate South Carolina or Georgia. Oh, my God, that is living. 
That yeah. is living, my friends. It is ah. delicious. It is on a whole nother level of delicious. And I just love, I'm a sucker for the, the texture of the skin plus the fruit, Mike. It's sort of like yeah. a kiwi. I love the resistance of that little fuzz, the little peach fuzz. I like it. Yeah, I like it's a nice it. combo. Some people it are is. grossed out about it, but I love it, man. I'm a call mm. me a sicko. I'm a I'm I love it. Love it. Yeah. Listeners. So, do, sorry, Doctor. So is it's early September. Is I do you think these South Carolina Georgia peaches are still good, or you think they're just in their you're prime on the border. August? You're 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 getting okay. close. You're getting close, okay. but they they still should be good. You should okay. still be able to get them. Uh, right. You get some late bloomers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. You, sh- you should still have some good peaches out there, but we're getting we're getting on the border. They're almost gone. Get them get them while they're hot. Get them while they're Got hot. It. There's a place. Uh, Doctor, so, no. Whenever you're done, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no. Go for it. Huh? Uh, I was gonna. What were you gonna say? There's a place. What? I'm so sorry, Doctor. I'm working. Oh, on there's a place in upstate South Carolina that that's what they do. Uh, they have as a water tower. It's a giant peach. And for the longest hmm. time, even before the emoji got popular, it was known as the giant water tower because it looked like a giant. <laughs> um, but it's a peach. I think I want to say it's Gastonia where it is, but I hmm. would don't quote me on that, listeners. I'll check. I, think I heard that in an Outcast song. I, I stank on you. You heard stank on you. I'm going to follow up on that, listeners. Gastonia, we'll see if that's the place with the peach. You're close enough. Mike, what what were you going to (laughs) say? I was going to say honorable mention coconuts. I love coconuts. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's a fruit. My brother's Uh, a fiend for coconuts. uh, It's all right. I'm not I'm not yeah. a huge fan. Like I'm definitely like and in most desserts, if like there's coconut in it, I'm actually gonna go away from it. Like even, really? even though I don't mind it, like it's it's just not one of those things I'm gonna hmm. go to, you know? Uh anywho, listeners, if you want to come up with your list for next week, here's our our topic. Next week, best fast food restaurant to go to on a Friday night. Say what? Ooh. Now, the deal has to be, listeners, it cannot, it has to have a drive-through window to be considered fast food. Or you can order outside. Like, for instance, Checkers, you can order outside. Sonic, you can order outside, but it's not actually like a drive-through, right? Hmm. Uh, Drive-in, if you will. Any one of those is acceptable, but it has to have that. If it's a set-down restaurant without a traditionally a drive-through, not going to count. So, like, for instance, traditionally, your Chipotle, no drive-through. Can't count. Can't have it, right? So, anything yeah. like that is not going to count. It has to be a traditional uh, fast-food restaurant. Top three, and it has to be, like I said, on a Friday. It's an event. You're going there to have yeah. a party. Listeners, that's a vibe. On you, Friday, yeah, yeah, you've you've decided to be a skank, and you're going to be skanky on a Friday at this place. What are those three places you want to go to? Sweet. That's our top three for next week. Get ready, bring your list. It's going to be a party. Um, Mike, I love it. We need to sum up, wrap up this show with our two birthday suits. Uh, do you want to hear the other musical artist or basketball player? Let's go basketball player. Okay. Born on September 7th, 1988 in Santa Monica, California. 
Our birthday suit wearer was the son of a basketball player, and his uncle was a member of the Beach Boys. I hmm. think I might have heard that at some point in time, but that was that was news to me. Anywho, from a young age, our birthday suit wearer followed in his dad's footsteps. In high school, he averaged 25.3 points a game, 15.4 rebounds a game, and 3.7 assists per game. Jeez. In 2007, he decided to go to UCLA. In his freshman season, he was first-team All-American, Pac-10 Player of the Year, Freshman of the Year, and averaged 17.5 points a game and 10.6 rebounds a game. After one season, he left the NBA. He was taken fifth overall by the Memphis Grizzlies, but was traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves immediately. In 2007, he was the rebounding leader of the NBA. He was also the most improved player of the NBA, and he made his first NBA All-Star appearance. In 2014, he was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers and has been with them ever since. He's a two-time NBA All-NBA All player, a five-time All-Star, and he has won a NBA championship with the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2016 with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. He also won a gold medal in 2012. Two side notes, he has openly talked about his issues with mental health, and he sometimes advertises for chocolate milk. Name that birthday suit wearer. Is it Kevin Love? Kevin Love is yes. correct. Yes. Kevin nice. Love turning the big 3-4, Mike. 34. Mm, 34. Mm-hmm. I always thought he was older than me for some reason. Nope, but. one year younger. One year <sighs> younger. There you go. Just being a young buck there, Kevin Love. You know? He is. Uh, happy birthday to Kevin. Uh it's pretty dominant back in the high school yeah, college days, man. Wow. He was he was back there. I'd say he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. I pretty much yeah. guarantee a Hall of Famer with that career. I mean, you know, you get a two time NBA all NBA player, five time all star and a champion. I think that yeah. deserves a, a Hall of Fame. Anywho, Mike, our second birthday suit wearer born on September seventh, nineteen thirty six, in Lubbock, Texas. Our birthday suit wearer grew up. Always around music, but didn't uh, initially learn how to play an instrument. He started playing the fiddle, but didn't learn. He started playing piano, but didn't learn. It wasn't until he got to the guitar where it stuck. Started playing with classmates when he was at school. After graduating from high school in 1955, he decided to pursue a career in music. He was even more convinced of that career when he saw Elvis Presley perform that same summer. In 1956, he landed a record deal with Decca Records. He had his first recording session, and they released his first single, Blue Days, Black Nights. The single didn't make a big impression, though. It wasn't until he released That'll Be the Day in 1957 that he started getting traction. Then he released singles Peggy Sue and Every Day, which both helped our birthday suit wear gain popularity. His growing popularity resulted in international tours. He did 50 shows in 25 days. Jeez. 50 shows in 25 days. Two shows a a day, folks, in 1958 in Europe. Sadly, just one year later, our birthday suit wearer died in a plane crash along with Richie Valens and the Big Bopper. The day is remembered in the song American Pie as the day the music died. Hmm. Name that birthday suit wearer. He's known as one of the 
creators, Mike, of rock and roll. He wears glasses, big, black, thick-framed glasses there. His initials are B-H. Barry something? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea, Dr. Barry Manilow. No. Barry Manilow. Buddy okay. Holly. Buddy Holly is the birthday suit wear. Mike, you know uh, I thought any? it was Barry Manilow. <laughs> you know any Buddy Holly? Um, I don't know any. I don't know any Hollies. <laughs> zero, zero Hollies, zero. No Hollies. I actually really don't know any Hollies. I don't know. Well, Buddy Holly. There was Peggy one Holly. Peggy Sue. Peggy Sue. Uh, every day, every day is a great jam. Every day, things are getting better. Everything. Do 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 do. You ever heard that song? Mm. No, never. No, but I don't think you would want to hear that during a plane huh? situation. Well, if, if you, Dr. It, G, that was such a lame joke. If you. <laughs> So if you, it's. I mean, it, if you've ever seen, have you ever seen the movie uh, Almost Famous, where it's about a band uh, uh, trying to get to fame and a Rolling Stone reporter following them around who's really young and uh, mm. um, uh, what's her no, name? No, I never watched. Never watched it. Anywho, I know what movie you're talking about. Uh, anywho, Jimmy Fallon's in it, by the way. He's uh, he's a wannabe uh, manager in the movie. But the reason... Kate Hudson, that's who I was looking for. The groupie of the band is Kate Hudson. Uh, and she, she makes up her fake name as Penny Lane that she always uses. Anywho, the reason I brought that up is they think they're going to crash on a plane ride that they're doing because there's a whole bunch of turbulence and their guitar player is like, Peggy Sue, Peggy Sue, and they're all like, shut up, and they're freaking out. Oh, That's, man. Yeah. That's funny. So there That's you go. Funny. It is very, it was sad. I mean, obviously, super sad, very famous plane crash, Mike, and Richie Valens, uh, also a very, very famous uh, musician at the time. Just a whole, like, it affected the whole modern music community when that plane crashed. It was crazy. Mm. Uh, Waylon Jennings was supposed to be on that plane ride because he was the guitarist in uh, in uh, Buddy Holly's band. But he wow. uh, he gave his uh, he gave his uh, spot up on the plane to another guy because the other guy had the flu and he felt horrible and he's like, dude, you should get home faster. You can have my spot. And he gave him his spot. Oh, like, it's one of those things. Like, if you're that dude, like that is so just eerie and weird, and you're just like, oh my god, what? Ha like, I that could have been me. Like, holy crap. Like, yeah. And then they put out Final Destination, and you're like, oh no, no, surreal. no. <laughs> I mean, Luckily, that did not come out for another 40 years, and by the time it came out, I don't think uh, Waylon cared. But uh, anywho, Yeah, true, 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 true. Anywho, happy birthday to both Buddy Holly and to Kevin Love, and obviously to our first birthday suit wear that Mike did get. Easy. Yes. There we go. Mm -hmm. So, uh, not, not a good day to be a musician, on September 7th. Doesn't seem to have good outcomes there. But uh, anywho, happy birthday to everybody that is turning whatever you're turning on September 7th. Mike, we will be back next week, but we need to wrap it up for now. We're going to have a fantastic, I mean an absolute mega ultra legend on the show next week, Steve Vai. Uh, there are nice. only a like this is not an exaggeration there are literally only a handful of guitarists that could even hold a candle to this guy 
that if you were talking about best guitarist of all time that you would put in a, in a room with this guy. That's how amazing this guy is. And we've got him on our show. Can't believe it. Very excited. Extremely excited to talk to Steve Vai. Extremely excited. But until then, we need to wrap it up. I have been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, the one, the only, Mikey Maximus, the Fernicus, Charette. Say what? Doc G, thank you so much for having me. Great of time. Always. Of course. Always. And until next week, zip it up and zip it out. Zip it doo doo